Left alone to our own devices, two seemingly unscathed Gen Xers muddling through life, learning lessons the hard way. We raised ourselves and aren't afraid to be badass bitches. So hold our coffee while we talk like then and now. We are the Latchkey Chicks. Well, Mel. Jules. Fancy meeting you here. I know. I, I never come here. I know. What's up with that? I mean, really, I come quite often, I think, compared really? to other Really? Julie, get your mind out of the gutter. Come on. It's a family-friendly show. Seriously. I would never, mm. ever go to that look. Talk dirty. Never. I don't know. We just talked about you being a pole dancer on the last episode. Yeah, but to get more in-depth, you've got to call my 900 number. Oh, Really? You have one, what is it, one 900 mel, dirty mel? <laughs> is there, are there still 900 numbers? I don't know. There oh, must you were be. Starting to, you were starting to think about yeah. that one. Yeah. Now, yeah, now I think today it's more of uh, OnlyFans. Yeah. I've, I've tried to look into that. Have you now? Just Little. for feet pics. Oh, feet pics? Because you have the, the sexy feet to... Sexy Marking. enough. If some people with you know foot fetishes, they they pay apparently. Well, you know, if when you got it, you better flaunt it. I could get a pedicure every week just to earn a few bucks. Hey, you know what? It's to each their own. And if those feet are working it for you, why should you make the rest of you work? I mean, if you enjoy looking at my feet, why would I not allow you to do that? <laughs> Everyone should have some sort of joy. I know. I mean, so my joy is not related to my feet because I think they're fairly ugly. Really? Yeah. But I think I have pretty cute shoulders. Yeah. Shoulders? Yeah, like I'm a shoulder girl. I wore a, a strapless dress to a, an event and I was like, I'm, I'm showing these shoulders off and I'm wow. feeling confident and then you always have to do a little jiggle a little with the shimmy. shoulder yeah a little shimmy a little shimmy shimmy yeah <laughs> make sure whatever you're wearing is tightly oh yeah you're gonna have the accentuated figure right which oh know, yeah a little tightening here or there but put your girdle on put your girdle <laughs> Ooh, the girdle mm. thank goodness we're past that era yeah, oh we dodged thanks. that bullet thank the good lord well we're not here just to talk about our assets <laughs> we could go on and on, but we, could. we, you know, Mel, there was something that came across something I was reading the other day. I love to read all about Gen X because hello, it's all about us every day, all the time. I mean, I'm surprised we don't dominate the headlines more, but anyway, people forget about us. Somehow we're the lost generation, <sighs> but this, this particular headline caught my attention because it was a, a memory that was pulled out of the recesses of my mind. Do tell. The phrase, it's 10 p.m. Do you know where your children are? That's so ominous. Do, do, do. Do, do you remember it? I actually do remember that phrase. Really? I do. I don't know if it was just, it was referenced somewhere. I don't remember it being stated at 10 p.m. I was in bed. I was tucked yeah. away. I was where my parents expected me to be. Always. Yeah. 
I mean, there was no breaking out, going to parties. No. Nope. Um, but that was apparently a thing for our era, that there was this newscast in New York that um, kind of coined the, this copywriter, coined the term on the fly when his uh, producer flew in and said, I need a segment. What do you got? And he just threw this thing together about, it's 10 p.m. Do you know where your children are? And it stuck. Do you think that's in the city because they have streetlights? Yeah. The kids were out later? I'm assuming this was in New York. So let's say, like, to be fair, like, a whole different lifestyle situation going on. Kids are out prowling the streets, I guess, at all hours back then. But to think now, as a parent today, looking at my children, imagining a world where I would have to ever hear the phrase, it's 10 p.m. Do you know where your children are? I am aghast. I, I can't imagine not knowing where my child was. Right. I just can't imagine the reality. So we grew up in a reality where there was a good possibility. That we were missing. At 10 p.m. Wow. So I know that we were latchkey kids and our parents weren't home when we got home. But did we, like, leave as soon as they did get home? <laughs> Was there no way the two could We made together? an appearance. We made an appearance, crossed paths, they knew we were still alive. We beat it. Huh. I guess. I mean, this is just really interesting to me. So this phrase persisted through the 70s and the 80s. They even had a party to celebrate. <laughs> that you came home? The phrase. Yeah. <laughs> if only. Kids would have come home all the time. Really? Yeah. Cake? They didn't think about this right. Yeah. But, yeah, there was a big old party where all the celebrities... So celebrities wanted to take turns using this phrase as a opportunity to showcase how, you know... How they were so cool. Caring and, and yeah, cool, whatever. Whatever it was, all of them wanted to say it. That's just strange. It was. So there's all this footage of celebrities from the 70s and the 80s who took their turn on the microphone, putting their own spin to it. It just sounds so creepy to me in general. I can't imagine a positive spin to this. I can't either. And I would like to know what the equivalent phrase might be today. I mean, I think for parents, it should be, it's 10 p.m. You better know where your kids are because you're screwed up if there's something wrong. I mean, it would have to be a very long phrase. Well, or it's 10 p.m., is your screen still on? Because we know where our children are. They're in the house with their screen of choice. That's absolutely the phrase. You nailed it. You nailed and it. The kids, the kids, they just don't play like they used to. You know, after, spoken after a Mel witnessed me kicking my children outside for their required 20 minutes of fresh air, please. I daily. mean, you made me get fresh air, too. I did, yeah. In between uh, shows here, I was like, come on, Mel, get off the screen, get off the podcast mic, let's get fresh air. But honestly, I would never in a million years, so just so for people who may listen to this, not one of our generation, if you're yeah. younger and you're listening, please appreciate the world that some of your older some friends people think we're helicopter parents i wouldn't say that we just actually care we want to know where you are at 10 p.m and nine any do you think it's because i think helicopter parents were created because actual parenting looked excessive based on the generation that raised us the boomer generation raising their kids 
we're like, well, we're busy working, so <laughs> bye. Good luck. I will give you lunch money. Um, lunch money? I mean, the good ones did, I guess. Yeah. Wow. But, right? So they were busy working, so that was there was no parenting. So actual parenting that we do and have seen uh, the We're just way. winging it. We don't know what we're doing then. We just figure we have to go the other way. It's way better the other way than that way. I'm backing up a little bit here. When we were discussing our kids always in front of a screen, weren't we always in front of a screen? Why are we telling them to stop watching? Well, let's talk about that. How many screens did you have in your house? Well, just one, but I was in front of it. True. But you were competing for that one screen. I mean, I wasn't like, la-dee-da, I'm just going to put my show on. It was, you know, this is the family television. All right, children, we have the family television and the family computer. Eventually, the family computer. So it wasn't like this inevitable everybody had their own screen to attach to, right? Well, there was one time that the screen was always for me, though. Oh. Saturday morning. True. Saturday morning cartoons. Yes. I mean, I would start early. I would oh. be up by 7. 7? Oh, I didn't even know they started. <laughs> well, those were like the older ones. Oh, okay. The weird things, like the, ones... the Sid, and, Sid and Marty Croft. Oh, gosh. Like, did you ever watch I don't even know what that the is. Sea Monster? What? Yeah. No, never heard of that. Yeah. Was this a Hanna-Barbera classic? No, this was before. It wasn't really a cartoon. There were people in costumes. There was H.R. Puffin stuff. <laughs> if you know, Okay. No. Are you sure you weren't being given something with your cereal in the you morning? You would have thought so with what we were seeing. H.R. Puffin stuff. He's your friend when things get rough. Me. <laughs> because he helps you forget reality? Yes. Mm -hmm. he, he saves you from witchy poo. Witchy poo? Yeah. No, you are. <laughs> this is fabulous. So that's what you started your Saturday morning yeah, with? Yeah, those were like usually okay. on early. early. Those probably were us older Gen Xers would remember those. Okay. As... I also remember one of my favorites, which is so inappropriate, so politically incorrect now. I used to love watching Hong Kong Fooey. Oh, I've heard of Hong Kong Fooey. Oh, gosh, yeah, that would never fly. But he, he was just this dog janitor, and that by day and at nighttime, he would turn into Hong Kong Fooey and fight crime. Well, actually, how is that any different than Kung Fu Panda? Really, I don't think it's it is. just... But I was told by mm -hmm. a Gen Z person that it was probably... No, yeah, I mean, I get the terminology yeah. is bleh, but the concept, yeah. animal that knows kung fu of some sort, yeah. hilarious, always. Yeah. All right, so I started my morning, I guess, a little bit later, and I remember it was starting with Smurfs. At nine? Yes. Wow, you even re you have the timetable committed nine to, to memory. Nine to thirty. Is it because you looked at the TV guide a lot? No. I lived in that TV guide. How have we not talked about the TV guide before now? Episode 23, and we are just talking about the TV guide. Did you know that the some people would have their TV guides delivered to their homes through the mail? No. Yeah. 
How luxurious. Yeah. And the stickers, the address label stickers, they were licked on by gorillas. Okay, no. <laughs> no. Is this an HR Huff and Puff stuff story? No, my sister told me that when I was little. She said for me not to lick the la- try to lick the label back on because gorillas lick those first. Oh, that is hilarious. Oh, big sisters. <laughs> That's so cute. I just thought of you saying the uh, Huff, this isn't really 80 or cartoons, but um, Puff of the Magic Dragon. Well, yeah. Okay, that I can relate to. Good old Puff. I like told my son that that was all about doing drugs. He was so angry with me. Why? Didn't he gather that it was probably... Oh, no, it was just... I, like, spoiled his childhood by saying that. Well, yeah, you just spoiled mine. (laughs) Thanks. Um, What other cartoons are you watching? Okay, after 9 o'clock, I'm trying to remember. Smurfs was on for at least an hour. It would depend. Sometimes I didn't watch Smurfs. Sometimes I would watch... Was it the Justice League then, or is that what they're called now? Oh, yeah. Super, super, super Friends. Super Friends. Yes. With Superman, Wonder yes. Woman. And her invisible jet. I loved it. I still use my uh, Wonder Woman bracelets when people are trying to bring me down saying things. I go, That's <laughs> <laughs> I fight great. the negativity. Ooh, I feel like I need to see, like... The, the Mel with, like, it could be Mel oh. instead of Wonder Woman. Yeah, we need to get you custom Wonder Woman yeah. bracelets. Um, well, I mean, the W is an M upside down. You figured that one out. Huff and puff. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Marvelous Mel. Marvelous. Yes, that would be great. We're going, we're going there. We're going to have you in those in those cups, that sounds terrible. I'm not wearing the whole little uh, bathing suit thing, though. Have you ever noticed, have you ever seen Linda Carter pictures? Like, her waist yeah. is incredibly, I mean, it was what, like 20 inches around? Who knows? And I'm not saying that it, she that wasn't like her, but I'm sure they did a lot of cinching, too. They had to. They had to. But anyway, we digress. Back to Super Friends. Yep, that Iceman. Like, wasn't there... Was Wonder Twins part of... Wonder Twins activate. Wonder Twins activate. You know, the... And one of them would turn into, like, an eagle. Yes. And the other would be water. I never understood that. And then their little monkey friend... Yes, he would bring a bucket and put the the whatever form of water, you know, ice, whatever. Right, right put them in the bucket so then the eagle or whatever and where did the monkey go after that did he get to go on the adventures or did he just wait back at home base and i don't understand did they just pour this water on top of bad people to stop the crime from happening like oh i'm wet yeah i mean who wants to get wet committing crime soaking wet no thanks did they fight the Wicked Witch of the West a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Do many evil people melt with water? I'm so sweet. I've thought several times I could melt on a rainy day. Ooh. This is all so much happening in my mind to process that I think you've just broken. This is like the Matrix right now. Bad people melt because we were expected to wow. believe from the Wonder Twins that you can take care of evil by 
pouring water on them and melting them. Interesting. I wonder if that will work in the real world because I have some ideas. All right, let's test that theory. I'll, I challenge you. I'm going to try the, the being Iceman once the weather's a little bit colder and go out with a bucket and like throw the water and watch it freeze midair and see if I can yeah. ride. Remember how Iceman could yep. just ride the ice? Yeah. That was so fun. Which later, the uh, Incredibles, that's pretty much what Frozone did, right? Yeah. It's like. Did you know they were on back in the. I think there was an Incredibles cartoon in the 70s. There was. I think it. It predates the, the movies that we've been yeah. um, exposed to. But anyway, I digress. Again, let's go back to what were your favorite cartoons, Saturday morning cartoons, top top three? Well, the Smurfs, they were a staple. They were a staple. All Smurfs aside, top three. Scooby. Scooby-dooby-doo. I swear, if you, like, go through, like, the late 60s, which I'm sure that's when it started, because what did Shaggy seem to be doing all the time? Hanging out with Huff and Puff. Exactly. But they're, like, Scooby would evolve throughout the years. A pup called Scooby-Doo back mm. in the 80s, mm-hmm. and that's when they were all little kids, and they were always trying to figure out how the red herring did something bad. <laughs> the red herring. Literally the red herring. <laughs> that's, yep, there was this kid. They called him the red herring. Talk about, was there like an English professor writing these episodes? Uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe. It's just very literary. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then, let's see. So there was the the version from the 70s that I grew up appreciating, but that was not allowed on Saturday mornings, right? Like, they moved that to afternoons. The Scooby-Doo? Yeah. Probably the Gant Scooby. And where we grew up, they used to, every once in a while, on one of the TV local TV stations, they would play really old cartoons and TV shows for a couple, like an hour or so yes. at night. Yeah. So those could have been on then as well, but yeah, I remember. Yeah, I feel like I remember were, they used to do a have Scooby Doo on sometimes too. Yeah, like a gateway between the afternoon programming and the news. news. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, you yeah. need a little laugh to get you through the news usually. True, yeah. I had to prime it. Yeah, well, yeah. So I didn't watch a lot of Scooby Doo, but I do remember the pup. I remember mm-hmm. that being like. A thing before they got into the next era of Scooby-Doo with all the movies yeah. and that whole CGI Scooby-Doo yep. business. Creepy. But he lives on. Yeah. He does. And Casey Kasem used to voice Shaggy. That's right. Good old Casey Kasem. American so Top 40. Interesting that he would have taken that role. I wonder if that was just such a great departure from using the voice of Casey Kasem that he enjoyed a little playing around. His voice was his mark. I oh, mean, yeah. That was everything, so why not get paid for any way you could... Do you, can you imagine if I could get paid for all of the things that come out of my mouth? I'm surprised, frankly, that it hasn't happened somehow, some way by now. Honestly. Well, they do pay you to talk all day at your day job, so <laughs> no matter what you say. Yeah. I, I actually try not to talk if yeah. I can. <laughs> But, yeah, let's talk about some fun cartoons. Hmm, I think... Well, are you doing your top three? Because that's Scooby-Doo. Oh, yeah. 
You know, it wasn't a cartoon, but Pee-wee's Playhouse was on Saturday morning. Oh, Pee-wee. He was R.I.P. Yeah, he was an outlier in a lot of ways, right? Yeah, and he had so many of his characters in his show that were... Were they CGI? I mean, there were some... Oh. There was... I think there was animatronics tronic type stuff yeah yeah Yeah. i don't know about cherry cherry was kind of oh yeah chair though yeah that's a good question it's just the magic of peewee's playhouse i mean i never thought about it i just accepted it and we obviously understood that the bully kid was a marionette oh yeah that was pretty hilarious why are the bullies always redheads with freckles wow you can't trust a ginger Listen. Oh. The look she's giving me. I am the mother of a ginger. He's very trustworthy. Yeah, but how do you know he's not out there being a bully? Even a cyber bully. That's true. Yeah, he could be. Okay. Double lives. All of us can have him. Yeah. Pretty easy now. But, yeah, so Pee-wee and the mecca lecca hi mecca hi Like, what was that? What was happening on that show? The genie guy. Yeah, and he granted, did he actually grant three wishes every time? Or I feel like he was just sort of the... Informational. Yeah, he was sort of like the internet. Yeah. Um, And then there were, there was the male lady. Yeah. Um, There was the one lady that was not seductively dressed, but she was a little bit more... yes. I think she maybe had off-the-shoulder shimmies. She was that. If you got them, you got to work them. Now, was it Lawrence Fishburne? Mm-hmm. Is he the cowboy? The cowboy, yes! I wonder if that's what gave him his start, his role on I Pee-wee. I don't know, but this is seemingly yeah. going down a weird path. I know. We're getting down to the Matrix. It always ends up at the Matrix if you're... If you know, you know. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so Pee-wee's Playhouse for sure. And... You know, dare say I dare say that it was educational too because we learned about Globy showed us the world. We did. We there were always little videos. Yeah, little videos. Word of the day. Yeah, our vocabulary was ginormous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah, the word of the day. It was a. It was just a fun show, and I know a lot of us were. Just like it, it was so different, you know, you were sucked in because it was such an oddball reality. I mean, he was off the wall. He was, and just he was a brilliant comedian. Now that I look back, I'm like, that was pretty, pretty out there. He was pretty ahead of the the curve on that one. I mean, he had movies too. Yeah, he did. Pee-wee's Big Adventure, mm-hmm. Big mm-hmm. Top, Big Top. Yeah, and then there was the most recent one in the past few years that came out. Oh yeah, my kids. That's how we got them into Pee-wee was... Really? Yeah. There was a newer one that came out a few years back, maybe like eight years ago or so. Wow. Yes, Mel. Look it up. Mm-hmm. I'll have to. Yeah. So, yeah, he had like a last hurrah movie. Well, that's good. good. He could still fit in the suit. Isn't that crazy? Uh, it is. It's remarkable, really. I mean, it had to have been 30 ish years since he'd been peewee i don't know or maybe can you fit into something you wore 30 years ago girl i do have something from when i was in high school that i 
keep meaning to try on. It's my varsity letter jacket. Ooh. I lettered in debate. <laughs> Such a nerd. Shocker. <laughs> Shocker. And yeah, but I've kept it in my closet, so I'll let you know. Wow. Yeah. It was big back then, but I'm sure it's... Eh, I don't well, think they even do that anymore, do they? Well, you know. You know, it was bigger on me hanging there. I was. I used to be like a wee lass. <laughs> a wee lass. A wee lass. Um, so, yeah, that would be a top three for me. I, I think one of the ones you didn't mention, Saved by the Bell. Oh. This was, hello. Slater. Screech. <laughs> Screech. R.I.P. Screech. That was recently too, wasn't it? Yeah. Dustin Diamond? Yes. After? Yeah. It wasn't, maybe it was another five, eight, eight, ten years ago. It wasn't like super recent. Okay. But yeah, he did have a, an untimely death there. And the girls, I don't know that I remembered their names. There were, I remember Zach and Screech. And Slater, but and I can't. Kelly and Jesse. Kelly, Jesse, Jesse. She was a dancer, going oh, back yeah. to last week's episode. Right. She was. She was quite the showgirl. Showgirl. I was trying to remember what it was. Yeah. That was scandalous that she did that movie. It was. And what was Larkin? I feel like that was her real name. The girl that. Is it Reese? No. Not Reese. I can't think because yeah. Screech loved her. Yes. Yeah, she was so cute. They were mm -hmm. all, I mean, they, they were a great cast. And then I know they have they had redone the show. They always redo shows with a different yeah. cast. But now, the originals, that's where it's at. Yeah, it's hard to go back and get the same, yeah. you know, chemistry. It and... is, yeah. And it's amazing to see, like, basically, Zach and... Slater, both of those actors are still out there. Yes. And they're still well, doing Well, Tiffany stuff. Amber Thiessen, mm, she's mm -hmm. been acting too. She's been acting too. Yeah. Oh, she's been, wasn't she in 90210 for a brief period? Yeah. After Brenda left. Yeah. She was the cousin. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And was she, no, she wasn't on, that's a different actress on Baywatch. <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like she was, she went down that road, but no. Um, I don't think so. Yeah, so Saved by the Bell, that was a high point on Saturday morning. Um, Mr. T cartoon? I love Mr. T. That was, I mean... I never understood why he was the coach <laughs> of a gymnastics I know. Team. <laughs> it but just I didn't care. worked. It just worked. And then at the end of the episode, you always had a bit of him coming on for some moral lesson that yeah. we learned from the episode. Yes, I know. There was always a little educational component. Well, apparently, so Saturday morning cartoons in the 80s had gotten so commercialized and were all about cross-marketing toys. So there were all these cartoons that ended up just having commercial breaks that featured the toys you could buy based on the cartoon or the cartoon based on the toy. And I guess there was actually a... the, the Parents petitioned uh, the FCC to kind of do something about this, get it under control. Like, don't market to my kids. And apparently there was even a bill that went to the president, Ronald Reagan, at the time, and he vetoed that. I wonder why. Yeah. And, you know, so there was a lot of pressure around advertisers being able to do what they want, but then eventually there was a bill that passed 
Children's Television Act in 1990, where they had advertisers had been reined back on what they could do for advertising, how much advertising they could buy on Saturday morning. Well, all of them started to now defect to other time slots where they could heavily market to children yeah. during the day. Well, and for a while, there were all these educational shows that started taking yes. over in the morning. Who wanted to watch that? I mean, there was Captain Kangaroo when I was growing up in Sesame Street, but, yeah. you know, Saturday morning was a break. Yes. It was supposed to be just pure entertainment for entertainment's sake. Just fun. Just good old All I want to do is laugh, okay? Yeah. Nope. All good things have to come to an end. I didn't realize I was being so heavily marketed to. To be honest, I now as a parent would be like, okay. It's like watching YouTube videos with my kids when they were little where it was the surprise egg trend where these kids would get these huge eggs to open full of toys that basically oh, yeah. were being mailed to their parents to stuff in all these various egg things and my kids were obsessed because they got to see all these cool toys i mean it was a little bit of entertainment there was sometimes a story around the egg being found or you know i can't remember the exact show that my kids watched it had some dinosaur element but it was blatantly and one of the kids one youtube kid is now you know he's a brand ryan i think is his name and his stuff is you know the surprise eggs the big ones that are at walmart and target all of that came off of YouTube where, you know, there's really no restriction on how many of those videos your kids could potentially be served up. Well, half these kids have their own YouTube channels anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, we were the first generation to be actually marketed to that way. Lucky us. I'm, I feel like that there was a, a lot of marketing before that. Look at the Barbies. There were Barbie movies. Those weren't when mm -hmm. we were kids, but they came out eventually. Mm. But I don't remember well, any when we were kids. And I think when TV started, weren't there basically shows put on by advertisers? And it was... Yeah. I mean, it was never like TV was meant to be agnostic in the fact that there was no promotion. Like, that's how t like shows that's, happened. That, yeah. You need advertisers yeah. to pay for the show. So I think, in a way, it's a little bit unrealistic to think, you know, if children are watching something, they're not going to. But it's the fact that children couldn't differentiate between the show and the commercial. Yeah. So they are at that age. I think it was, like, under the age of six. Like, they don't know what they're consuming. It's all fun and games. So It's um, all fun and games till you want your mother to buy you a new strawberry shortcake doll. And those Cabbage Patch kids. Oh. Uh. <laughs> But yeah, it was a lot of a lot of good cartoons that I wish you could just watch. Maybe you can watch them. I don't know. But He-Man, He-Man was another one. That toy was a huge phenomenon, like huge hit in like the like a GI Joe, like a GI Joe. But He-Man, hello, it was Prince Adam of Eternia and his sister She-Ra. She-Ra? Yeah, She-Ra. I remember my sister and I used to play. Okay, she's gonna be embarrassed, but. We would play like I was the bad guy. I usually had to be Skeletor, which I hated <laughs> him. And she was She-Ra running around with her little sword and her mask and her cape. And yeah, but we loved He-Man. That was always what kind of mask. Was it like a Halloween those hard plastic? It was like plastic? a tiara kind of thing that we made homemade stuff, Mel. Oh, okay. all homemade. We didn't go. We weren't allowed to go get all the stuff, but 
you know, we, we made it. Um, but I remember watching a lot of, a lot of He-Man. That was, that was definitely my jam. Wow. I like a muscly man with a weird haircut. I guess. (laughs) Sorry to my husband. You don't have a weird haircut. I was going to say, his haircut's pretty norm. Yeah. Normie. Normie. (laughs) What have we forgotten for good? Oh, Muppet Babies. Yes. Muppet Babies. I mean, who could not, you know, just, you had to watch Kermit was even cuter as a baby. Oh, he was so cute. And Miss Piggy, baby Piggy. Fozzie was always my favorite. Yeah. No, it's true. Fozzie Bear. Oh. Yeah. Always the entertainer. But Nanny creeped me out. Their nanny? So, yeah. Their nanny, which, was she really just a nanny or was she their... I don't know. Actual mom. Like, I couldn't really figure out who she was. I don't think she was their mom. No. So yeah. their nanny was never yeah. shown, and she just was shown from, like, the knee down and from their perspective. like Maybe she had been in a horrible accident and her, you know, horribly disfigured. Never thought of it that way, Mel. I just thought I really liked her sense of style with her striped socks. <laughs> and I always wanted to see, to see the rest of the outfit. I was intrigued. The, the green striped socks were I mean, really. What could she be wearing with what green stripes? What could have been the whole fit? Yeah. But we never got to find out. No. It was just one big long tease. But I watched a lot. I, you know, any form of Muppets. We watched a lot. Of, I watched the Muppet Show when I was a little bit younger. I think it was yeah. on at night. So yeah, it was definitely always, always my jam. Good Muppet Show, Muppet movie. I mean, they're just fun they're fun yeah they feel good and they're great actors yeah i mean they've done so many movies if you can do the a christmas carol then you've done it all yeah i mean they've done dickens dickens exactly once you've done dickens you are oscar worthy yeah yeah (laughs) i'm sure they've been nominated at least once i know We'll have to look that up. We will. There must have been an Oscar nomination for a Muppet movie. Where was it? I bet it was Gonzo. Gonzo. Oh, my God. Just the name Gonzo. I bet he did. He used to do a lot of daring, you know, tricks. He was. He was. Had a thing for chickens. Never quite understood that. He might love us. Oh, that's true. We're chicks. Maybe he should be our little mascot. Oh, <laughs> Maybe that's why we're influenced. We're, it all goes back to the Muppets. Everyone goes gonzo over the chicks. I know. The chick gonzo over the chicks. I love it. Yay. We found a new slogan. Gonzo for the chicks. Yeah, right. I can see, like, the t-shirt, everything. We could just, like, have his nose. Yeah. Not the rest of the We wouldn't get sued show. for that. No. Yeah, just the nose. That would be totally legit. Okay. Mm-hmm. It, it's going to happen. Yeah. Maybe it'll be a giveaway. So, yeah, so Saturday morning cartoons. I'm feeling very nostalgic now, and I might have to go on YouTube and look a few more up. I, I mean, like... there had... I remember this weirdo one. I don't, even, I don't remember what it was necessarily about, but it was a husband and wife. He was meatball. She was spaghetti. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I remember yeah. watching that. For some reason, I liked it. It's... But I couldn't tell you what kind of things they did. They weren't superheroes or anything. What's the show? And this is like, was it Aquaman that became um, like an adult, the Adult Swim type 
yeah cartoon my husband was watching it the other day and it has like the fries and the meatball guy i think it I sounds like a ripoff in some way but there's a meatball anyway continue yeah some yeah. of them yeah um some of those shows must have been like weird like what about um oh those little squid things not the squid the snorks 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 <laughs> They, That's what to it was. me, I felt like they were trying to be Smurfs. They were. Underwater it, Smurfs. It was just clear. Clear yeah. as day what they were doing there. They weren't fooling us. It wasn't an original idea. Snorks were Smurfs. Um, Gem and the Holograms. That's another one I did not want to forget. I would be remiss to overlook good old Gem and the Holograms. Because, hello, Holograms. And that was, like, New Age. That was New Age. And... Jim was fighting the establishment. It was sort of like a feminist kind of thing. Like, she was trying to beat the... System. System, yeah. The male-dominated music Hierarchy. business. Yeah. Anyway, I thought that was a real, like, female empowerment kind yeah. of show. And we needed to be empowered. Oh, yeah. I mean, Wonder Woman left, and then what did we have? So... I don't know. What did... Did we have any other like yeah like truly empowering female representation on a cartoon in a cartoon format and Batgirl she was you know part of the gang but she wasn't significant she was like mm. you know the sidekick she was rough. oh I know Punky Brewster you know how I feel about Punky yeah she they did make a cartoon with mm -hmm. her yeah, so when that show came on when I was probably the like live the real punky live action version yeah. was in the early eighties, I think. And it was her and her friend Cherry. But she was so she was a child who was abandoned by her parents is what punky? I was Yeah. I was rereading the description of the show to remind myself like how did she end up with Henry? Well you can always take your kids to a fire station. And leave them when you're done parenting. You can. I think when yeah. you're done parenting, just bring I don't them think to they have to be just babies. I think like okay. older kids. Check into it. You might want to ditch one of yours. King. Yeah. If it gets to be too much, some days I wonder. Okay. So Punky was abandoned, but taken in by Henry, and was it Henry? I think so. Okay. I'm he was a a curmudgeon. Yeah. She just broke, you know, warmed down. She was a little bit like Annie. Like yes, and Daddy Warbucks. And Daddy Warbucks, except he wasn't loaded. They had a cartoon, too. They did. You're right. Yeah. I think any movie, TV show, whatever, they could make into a cartoon. Alf had a cartoon. Alf. Oh, what a weird, what a weird show that was. But I loved Alf. I mean... It was probably the last sitcom that had some form of a Muppet type thing in prime yes. time. I can't think of anything after Elf. There might have been, but anyway. He was the last alien life form. Yeah. <laughs> Good old Elf. He even had a dance. <laughs> oh, oh, God. <laughs> I'm sure no one heard that. No one saw that coming. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think, I mean, we had the... The end of an era, Mel, with Saturday morning cartoons. And, again, that was the only time our parents knew what we were up to. So yeah. I guess they really needed them. Now we're, you know, we don't really have to look too far because our kids are just as far yeah. as a screen away. But now we can't get rid of them. 
Mm. And we have GPS that's always tracking them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, poor kids. They don't stand a chance. I mean, the sneaking around they cannot do. No, they can't. I mean, I, I guess maybe they're doing it in ways that we're just not aware of now. <laughs> they can't do it the way we would have done it. No climbing out windows? No. Good old-fashioned, you know, running away, hitchhiking. None of that's going to happen. you got to be smarter. So, yeah, sorry, kids. Smarter. Think smarter. Get smart. I think they made a cartoon out of that. Yeah. Or maybe I'm <laughs> oh, no, Inspector, Inspector Gadget. Gadget. That's what it was. Good old Inspector Gadget with the, the arms. Go, go, Gadget arms. Um, well, we hope that you enjoyed the walk down memory lane with us. We loved our Saturday morning cartoons, obviously. If you think of one that we forgot or if we maybe didn't remember what the cartoon was about but we mentioned them, please let us know. Yeah, please correct us always. Open always. to that. I mean, find us on our Instagram, Facebook. Send us messages. Uh, TikTok, I guess, if you just want a good laugh because we're trying to entertain because if this isn't enough, I don't know. Maybe the TikTok will help. My kids laugh at me all the time. Do they? Yeah. That's the like the highest compliment you could get from a I kid. I mean, sometimes when they're laughing, they also kind of put their hand to their forehead and look down. Oh, oh, awkward. Okay. But. All right. <laughs> but yeah, I, if you, you know, have any topics, we've even, you know, we'll, we'll take hints clues any any contact any contact Something. we're desperate no <laughs> just let us know you're out there and if you've just been given a chance to listen to the show for the first time somebody shared it with you be sure to follow us wherever you find your podcasts as they say and share us with someone you know pay it forward if someone shared the joy of the latchkey chicks with you share it with someone else true yeah. We are the gift that keeps on giving. Now, I'm getting a little emotional. Yeah. Just thinking about the, the power we have to change lives. We are a positive force to be. Where's the cuffs? Wonder Woman. <laughs> All right. Um, On that note, we hope everybody has a great week. Stay gold. See you next time. Bye.